everyone. It's Jackie Marie Beyer here, host of the Organic Order podcast. It's Tuesday, January 16th, 2018. And this morning when I went to the gym before school, I was trying to just listen to the challenge and kind of get a feel for what it sounded like, episodes one through eight all together. And it was such a hassle on iTunes to... I never even found episode one. Like, I had to go back to Safari, to the website, to listen to it there. And then to put them in order, it kept playing episode seven before episode four, episode five. And then it played episode seven two times in a row. And so I thought I should just put all the episodes together in one place. So that's what you're about to hear. Uh, I hope you like this Garden Goals Challenge. The other thing I thought I might mention is that Apparently, people have been signing up for our email list, and I have a feeling it's not the people actually listening to the podcast, it's the people that just go to the blog and read the blog. Um, but either way, if you've not gotten an email from me, I truly apologize. I will try to get this caught up as soon as possible. Um, and so, uh, I'm sorry if you haven't gotten an email. If there are any questions, if you're not getting the Garden Goals Challenge emails, or you haven't gotten any of the information, just please let us know. Um, you can reach out to Mike at mikesgreengarden at gmail.com or me at organicgardenerpodcast at gmail.com. I will try my best to reach back to you as soon as possible. People, it's so cool with the PRN listeners, the new progressive radio listeners in New York. They've been reaching out to me to hear from you. It just touches my heart, and I'm so glad. And it's so fun because in school right now, we're reading about the difference between organic gardening and non-organic gardening. And it's like, you know, I've been talking about my podcast to the kids, but, like, here's the proof, right, in the textbook. It's so fun. Um, We got this new reading program this year. So it's nice to see that uh, the Common Core Standards or whatever, I don't know who, maybe it's the McGraw-Hill reading program, whoever put it in there, but... Um, and they try to kind of stay neutral, but we even read a story today, how to plant your own organic garden. So, um, it's really neat. I'm glad you're liking the garden goals challenge. I've had some great interviews lately. I hope you loved, uh, Craig Lujulier, um, with the Epic Tomatoes book. He was just an amazing guest talking about Seed Savers Exchange, because I didn't really know much about that. So, Thanks for listening, and um, if there's anything we can do, let us know. And I tried to fix the sound. I'm sorry. I completely see that, like, it's constantly, like, low sound, high sound, large, you know, turn my headphones down, up, down, up. And when I'm running at the gym, it's even harder on the treadmill to, like, keep my iPhone going. So I'm truly sorry. If I was a better editor or could afford to have somebody do this, I would. But um, you guys have a great day. Welcome to the Organic Gardener Podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Marie Beyer. Let's get growing. Freegardencourse.com Mike and I have developed some lessons to help you create your very own organic oasis. We'll guide you through the steps to build your perfect natural landscape, an edible earth-friendly yard, a sustainable deep bed garden, or even start a small profitable market farm. We'll show you how to save time, lower your produce bill, collect usable data, eat healthy, nutritious food with minimal labor, um, use the most effective and efficient production methods currently being used in backyard gardens as well as market farms, and maybe even help you find some profitable markets. We've designed it to save you time, lower your produce bill, and help you eat healthy, nutritious food. 
Um, there's checklists, there's outside reading, video assignments. Uh, you can join the online Facebook community where there's lots of people from around the world to help you get your garden started today. So remember, freegardencourse.com. Hey, green future growers, Jackie Marie Beyer here, and I am starting a 2018 Garden Goals Challenge to help you build your very own organic oasis. So I spent Christmas break working on the free garden course, and while I was doing it, I was, you know, and then I also came out with the garden journal and data planner keeper this year. And so I was, I don't know, I just been thinking about the steps it would take to build a garden. And so I came up with this eight day garden challenge. Um, I am going to, if you go to the link on the Organic Gardener podcast, there's a special page called Organic Gardener podcast forward slash challenge that you can go to to sign up. And on that page, I'll have the first 30 days of the garden journal and data keeper available to download. So you can start um, working in it right away today and see if you like it. Um, And so I kind of made a syllabus for the challenge. So day one is gonna be about brainstorming and think, no dream is too big. I want you to imagine anything is possible. Because, you know, Mike and I have been working on our place for, I mean, we're going to be married 25 years this year. So we've been working on it for a long time. And Mike's been working on it even longer than that before me. So you might not get everything done this year. But I think it's really good to start making a list of those things. You know, start getting those goals down. I mean, have I talked about, I have a book called Dreams Do Come True on my Jackie Byer artist website that I've been working on for like 19 plus years there. But one of the reasons my dreams have all come true was because I write them down, I work on them, I don't forget them. Like one key, I feel like, you know, journaling is so big and people are constantly talking about journaling in the business world, but they never talk about reading your journal. Like I go back and read my journals all the time especially the one that I'm currently working on, whatever it may be. I'm, I usually go back once or twice to the beginning of the year and think, what was I thinking? You know, what was going on? Why did I want to do that? What was my big why? Or what made me make that decision? Or, you know, or maybe I forgot about some small idea. So I think, it, you know, journals are like important for reading. They're not just for like, I know a lot of people use them kind of like for meditating and for planning your future. And it's important to plan your future, but to me, the best thing about a journal is going back and reading it. And I love looking at our garden journals. So anyway, the point is brainstorm. Anything is possible. And like Mike and I have like dream lists where like our biggest dream, like we never thought we were going to plant a deep well and be able to, and we've got a deep well now. We have things that like years ago seemed impossible to us. So brainstorm imagine anything is possible um one thing mike and i noticed about the journal is there's definitely not enough pages there in the beginning like we filled up the 2018 dream goals like in no time the day it came in the mail so i probably should have put more date pages in there for dreams but there's plenty of blank pages throughout that journal so just um find a page, start thinking, dream big. You know, what do you want? Do you want a pond with a water fountain in the middle? Do you want an orchard full of trees? Do you want deep beds full of healthy, nutritious broccoli, tomatoes, and fresh lettuce? 
an earth-friendly landscape your puppy can run around on without having to worry about it. Um, a root cellar you can store your produce come winter. You know, that's one of our goals we've been working on for a long time. A greenhouse to ex help extend your season or maybe even, you know, some tunnel, high tunnels, low tunnels, row cover. How long did it take me to get row cover? I thought Lisa Ziegler was going to mail me some herself if I didn't get some. And I know Mike has used it a lot now that we finally, you know, bit the bullet and ordered some of that. Um, do you want a place to market your extra produce? Are you looking to break into the market world? So today is January 2nd. I am a little slow getting this off. I thought it was going to be the first eight days of January, but you know, I think as long as we're in January, we're good. Maybe even it'll be like perfect timing to get up to my anniversary because just because I'm recording today, I can't guarantee I'm going to get it posted today. But, um, the point is... Um, oh, but so I was saying, so we ended up having a snow day today. So I spent an hour reaching out to chefs all around the United States. Um, now have any of them written me back? Are they really going to come on and let me do interviews? But I am like dedicating this spring to reaching out to chefs and finding out what are those questions? What do those conversations sound like? Cause it makes me really nervous to think about it. And I have to admit, it's a lot easier for me to think about interviewing, asking those questions for somebody in Chicago or on the other side of the world that I'm never going to probably meet, which I don't know why is silly easier for me than to call my local um, restaurants. But anyway, so that's like something I'm going to focus on. Like, but are you thinking about that? Like and last year, I tried to talk to some market managers of farmers markets. I really only ended up connecting with one. Um, which was a great interview. I talked to, oh, I forget her name, but from Saratoga Springs in upstate New York from the farmer's market there. So, you know, is that your goal? Do you want to try to like break into, and you know, if you've been listening to our journey, you know, Mike and I, like Mike's built the mini farm. And even though he grew a ton of produce this year, that learning curve from gardener to mini farmer, market farmer is huge. So uh, we're going to take you along that journey with us. Do you need a fence to keep the deer out? I mean, Mike has expanded our deer fences over the years. Like we started with just little tents and two eight by 10 foot beds or not eight by 10, like four by eight foot beds. And then, and then he had like a small area that was kind of like a greenhouse kit that collapsed over the winter. And then he ended up fencing it in. And then he eventually fenced our whole like around our house was 260 feet of fence. And then, the mini farm and just, you know, just because you can't put in your dream farm this year, if you just need a little fence, fences, do you want a chicken tractor? Do you want to grow sweet potatoes? I want to grow sweet potatoes. Do you want to order some heirloom seeds? Have you never tried heirloom seeds before? Or is this your first garden? Do you want to try with the heirloom seeds? Do you want to plant pollinator plants and attract bees and butterflies and beneficial insects? I was watching a great video on Johnny's um, select seed sites this morning about beneficial insects. Do you want beehives full of honey? Do you want to start a cricket farm? So today I want you to start a list of your gardening dreams. Are you going to finish that list today? Obviously not. It's going to grow and grow and grow, but I just want you to sit down for like five or 10 minutes with piece of paper, journal, sketchbook, back of an envelope, recycled newspaper, like whatever you've got handy 
start writing your dreams. If you go to the website and want to download the PDF of the first month of January, that would be great. Um, so, but that's the first challenge. Imagine anything is possible. Brainstorm your garden dreams. Oh yeah. And don't forget if you didn't hear it in the beginning, my little promo I made because this Christmas break, I did spend a lot of time creating a free garden course. It's at freegardencourse.com or freeorganicgardencourse.com. Uh, I just got the first five lessons done, but, um, it's designed so that you can start with, uh, you know, you're supposed to do a lesson each month. Um, so let me know what you think. Check it out. If, especially if you're new to gardening, brand new to gardening, that's really what it's for. Um, or people who have been gardening for a long time. Cause actually I think most of my listeners are people who are pretty experienced gardeners. Five to 10 years, um, is seems like what people have answered in like surveys and polls and things that I've taken. So, um, I'm trying to kind of keep it an upper level gardening challenge, but things that I know Mike and I have, you know, we didn't do all in the beginning. I mean, what I look at what we were doing just even five years ago and certainly what we, what I have learned since we started the podcast, I mean, it's way different than anything. So I think there's some great ideas in there. I'll keep trying to expand it. Mike's been really helping me and giving me a lot of feedback and trying to find me more resources. So, um, check that out. Let me know what you think and let's get your garden goals started. Happy new year. And here's to a great 2018, everyone. So welcome back to the 2018 garden goals challenge from the organic gardener podcast day two. And these garden challenges are really supposed to be simple, like something you can complete in five to 10 minutes. So yesterday we really brainstormed. We just like put down everything that we've been dreaming about. What do we want to, you know, do this year? But today we're just going to kind of really narrow our focus and kind of start to define a strategy, make like a specific list in order of, you know, what do you want to do first? What, and I kind of like to start with a calendar and put my things in chronological order. I'm kind of OCD that way. Like if you've ever seen one of my photo albums, like God forbid should one picture that was taken like three minutes after the other one be out of place. Like I like things to be really like in order. So, but you know, a general guess is fine for now. You know, we're going to get into real details down the line and who knows with gardening some years you can get your carrots and spinach in the ground in March. Other years you can't do it till April. So, you know, but just kind of like, I really want you to prioritize your list. What do you absolutely positively want to get done in 2018? You know, yesterday we talked about big dreams, little dreams, you know, what make a list. What is first, what's the most foremost thing that like, you're going to be so upset if you don't get it done in 2018. Um, you know, and then think about, are you ready to put starts in the ground? Is, you know, do you have a greenhouse? Do you have an extended way to extend your season? Are you going to put some seeds in indoors? Are you going to put them outdoors? Um, you know, which ones are going to need supplies for, which ones do you want to accomplish this year? You know, one thing I've learned about successful gardening is you want to start with your harvest date and kind of think backwards. Um, if you're working on a landscape, you know, when do you want to be able to enjoy it? You know, what, um, are you going to do native plants? Like if you're planting vegetables, you know, do you have your list of seeds kind of that you're thinking about or what catalogs you're going to, and we're going to get into that even more, but you might want to start ordering catalogs. Um, 
And don't forget, if you need help getting ideas or getting started, I created that. Mike and I created the free garden course. It's just freeorganicgardencourse.com. Um, and that could give you some ideas on the basic steps. Uh, one lessons one through five are already up there, even though it's designed to be one lesson a month. So if there's anything we can do for you, certainly, you know, you can hit Mike and I up on Facebook or send us an email at organicgardenerpodcast at gmail.com or Mike's emails, mikesgreengarden at gmail.com. Um, we're happy to help, you know, one of the things I talk about in my garden challenge is that it's free because the most important thing to us is that everybody, the more gardens out there, the more people gardening organically, the more people growing their own food, the more people using local produce, produce, the better our planet's going to be. Um, just anything we can do to help um, is our goal to help you create an organic oasis that's you know, healthy for birds and butterflies and bees and a great place for your pets and your kids and your grandkids and people to just relax and enjoy. And, you know, if we can do anything to help you on your journey to enjoy your organic oasis, let us know. So today, really simple, just like get your list in order. Look at what you wrote down yesterday. Is there anything you forgot that you want to add? Um, and then kind of put it in order of priority. What's the most important to you? So have a great day and let's get growing. Hey, so welcome to the 2018 Garden Goals Challenge from the Organic Gardener Podcast. Today's day three. And today we're going to talk about SMART goals. If you don't know what a SMART goal is, the acronym for SMART stands for Strategic, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, Time Bound. So for each of your goals, or at least your main goals, you're going to need to create a SMART goal strategy. So today we're going to go to just start with your most important goal. What is the one goal you really want to accomplish and complete in 2018? Like you would be super bummed if you don't get this goal completed. So let's say your goal is to plant lettuce, a bed of lettuce every week for the first two months of spring. Okay, you want to plant a succession of lettuce so you have fresh lettuce all the way through the middle of the summer. Um, you know, after that, it's probably going to bolt. At least that's what happens here. So let's say you're going to plant. And one of the problems I always have is all the lettuce is ready at once. Um, and so planting a week at a time is a really nice thing. So let's say you're going to do it for the first two months of the spring. Um, it's measurable because let's say you're going to schedule it out um, to plant each Saturday morning, perhaps starting in April through the end of May. So there's two months. You're going to start the first Saturday in April and then the next Saturday in April and then the next Saturday in April and then the last Saturday in April and then the first Saturday in May, the second Saturday in May, the third Saturday in May and the fourth Saturday in May and then you're done. It's attainable because by April you should be able to get your lettuce seeds started. You might even be able to start it earlier in March. Um, if you can't, you can always adjust your dates. It's relevant if you like lettuce because you obviously like lettuce. And it's time-bound because it's going to start in April and it's going to end in May. So it hits all those SMART goal um, marks. And this might seem like a lengthy process and you might not feel like you need to do that for everything. And you probably don't need to do that for every single goal. But if you really want to achieve a goal and you really want to put in a garden this year um, or, you know, you really want to do the succession lettuce thing, like getting those SMART goals figured out is really going to help you be more likely to be successful. 
let's say your goal is to put in two new deep beds. So that could be another example of a SMART goal. It's strategic because deep beds can add convenience, more space for planning, more organization in your garden. It helps your roots go down deep. It helps you keep that soil together. It's measurable because you've decided you want two new beds. If you only put one bed in, you know, you know, did you hit your mark? No, because you wanted two new beds. If you put in four, well, you've gone over, but you can measure how many beds did you get built? Um, it's attainable because you can create beds out of recycled materials or purchase some new wood or like I said, I saw, and I could try to put that link, um, to the Rodeals thing in the show notes page, but, um, you know, recycle or creating beds. Like I said, Mike built a bed out of, um, an old water bed frame that he found in the green boxes out of an old boat that was leaking, um, he's built deep beds out of all sorts of things. And some people build deep beds like right on the ground. And like I saw they used, um, cement bricks or blocks. I mean, there's all sorts of things you can do to make a deep bed. Um, so it's relevant because deep beds help you grow nutritious food. It's time bound. Cause if you give yourself a specific date, like even if you say, I'm going to do it this spring, June 20th, the first day is summer. So you got to get it done before them. So if you needed more help with your SMART goals, let me know. You are more than welcome to email me at the Organic Gardener Podcast at gmail.com or Mike at Mike's Green Garden. Uh, we'll both answer as soon as possible. You can post in the Organic Gardener Facebook group, which I put a link to in the show notes for this page. You can message me or Mike on Facebook. Um, and don't forget, if you need help getting started with some ideas, just go to freegardencourse.com. The last goal I wanted to talk about that could be a SMART goal would be if you're planning on expanding to be a market farmer this year. So if you are, the number one goal you want to achieve before becoming a market farmer is you need to know what market is available to you. So I would say the SMART goal for that would be to reach out to the market manager, find out who is the market manager. Um, so it's strategic because if you're going to join a market, you want to know a market, you know, other vendors at the market want you there because a market is more successful with the more vendors. If you only have one vendor, it's not much of a market, then you might as well just go to their farm. So, but diversity helps, you know, people want choices. I mean, I always say Exxon and mobile or Exxon mobile is the same, but there's always two gas Exxon and Conoco are right across the street from each other. You know, Coke and Pepsi are in the same cooler together. Like competition is good. Having somebody else there is proof of concept. So, you know, but reach out to the other farmers at your market. So I would say, you know, a strategic goal for, um, you know, if you're going to expand into the market is find out what your market is, what's missing at your market. You know, David Wolverton, I'll never forget. He said when he was going to go back to the market, he asked the market manager and she said, we need tomatoes and do something about the price, you know? So she gave him a specific challenge. So it's measurable. Let's say you're um, going to reach out to the market manager and two other vendors, two other farmers at the market um, before, find out what date the market starts and say two months before it starts, you're going to have that deadline. It's attainable because you can either make those phone calls or you're not going to make those phone calls. Um, it's relevant. Because if you're going to try to become a market farmer, knowing 
what's needed in your market. Like um, Sarah Hardy talked about, they needed asparagus at her market. They told her if she could grow asparagus, she would sell every stick of asparagus that she could produce. So, you know, knowing what's needed, you can't just generally say, I want to sell eggplants and I love eggplants, so I'm going to take eggplants to my farmer's market. You really want to do some research. Or maybe you want to talk to chefs. You're going to pick a list of how many restaurants you're going to talk to. Or maybe you want to do a CSA and you're going to, you know, advertise on your block for a CSA or at your health food store. Like, you know, make a strategic, measurable, attainable, relevant time bound and give yourself a deadline. Um, So that's my SMART goal um, day three So a little bit more of a challenge maybe today, but pick your number one goal for 2018 at least. You might do three SMART goals, um, but, you know, I would at least do one SMART goal. What's going to be, you know, strategic? Why are you doing it? Measurable? What can you measure to make sure you got it done? How is it attainable? Is it relevant? And is it time bound? So thanks again for listening and hope you have a great day. Welcome to the 2018 Garden Goals Challenge from the Organic Garden Podcast, day number four. It's research time. What do you need to accomplish your goal? So what supplies are you going to need? Where are you going to get them? Is your goal to plant heirloom tomatoes? Where are you going to get your seeds? There are some great places to get heirloom seeds anymore. Um, The Good Seed Company has them. Mike's um, White Harvest Seed Company. I just interviewed Mike Knox has some. Cisco Seeds. Uh, I talked to Don Tripping who has some. Uh, there's Seed Savers Exchange. Bountiful Gardens website had heirloom tomatoes. They are not selling seeds this year, but their site has tons of. And in the free garden course, I put tons of resources for where to get seeds. And I'll copy those into the show notes. Um do you have a catalog? Are you going to look online? You know, my favorite place to get seeds is the Good Seed Company from Robin Kelson here in Whitefish, and their catalog is all online. They've got great shipping, great deals for you. So, you know, do some research. Where are you going to get your seeds? Have you ordered catalogs? Um, if you haven't ordered them, you might want to look online. Um, have you picked out varieties that are acclimated to your climates? Do you already have your seed packets? You know, if you've already got your seed packets, then you want to start looking at what are your harvest dates? Um, What's the date to maturity? Um, Can you start marking on your calendar when each variety needs to get planted? I mean, are you that far ahead or are you just getting your seeds? You know, what seeds do you need? Um, Is your goal to sell microgreens at your local restaurants? Have you made a list of restaurants in your area? Have you spoke to the chefs? Have you found out what their needs are? Is there a special herb they would like you to produce also? Are you going to install a new automatic water system? Do you know somebody who has a water system? Is there a local sprinkler service that can help? You're going to do it yourself. Mike worked on this garden for this woman this summer, and she had a really cool, super simple uh, system. Although the sprinkler guy, I guess, is who Mike said put it in, but you can get some really neat water systems anymore. Um, are you wanting to plant sweet potatoes? There's a great video on Johnny Slick Seed Site, or maybe um, they also have a great video on bringing in some beneficial insects. When I talked to Amelia Simmets from Billings, I mean, she talked about growing sweet potatoes. There are some great sweet potato videos um, on YouTube. So, 
it's time to do some research. What do you want to know? And once again, if you need help from Mike and I, if you have any questions, if there's anything you want to know, um, let us know and we can help you get started. I mean, there's so many different things. I don't know what your garden goals are. So, I mean, the garden goals are infinite. Like one of my garden goals I remember is I want to put more art type of cool things down. I was looking on Pinterest and there is so much garden art that looks so fun. So, you know, goals are so varied. Things can be so different. So what are your goals? If you have questions, I would love if you wrote to me, emailed me, let me know what are your goals and I can try to be more specific in helping you, you know, with over 200 episodes under my belt, you probably put in our search bar, most of the things that you want to work on. So, um, what's your biggest goal? What's your, what research do you need to accomplish your goal? You know, certainly if I can, and I'm always looking for ideas for guests. So, you know, are you going to do bees? You know, that's one of the things we've struggled with. We lost our bees a couple of years ago. You know, getting bees is just like a whole, like, you could take a university class in that. I mean, so time to do a little research. So today, day four might take you a little bit longer than some of the other challenges, but um, go ahead and get that research done. Or even at least say, I'm going to do this research this weekend. You know, for me, I couldn't do any of this during the week. It would have to be on the weekend. I'm only doing it today. And I'm kind of pushing myself, as you can tell, and trying not to yawn. It's six o'clock already on Tuesday, January 2nd. But I've been working on this. I have everything typed up. So it's just a matter of recording the episodes. Um, And so I hope you like this. I hope it's something that you're interested in. Um, It just seems very timely with New Year's resolutions and, um, you know, it's just a quick eight-day challenge. Um, Did I mention that I put the 2018 Garden Journal and Data Keeper on sale on Amazon for the next eight days for only $8.95 that you can get it there for $8.95 for the 2018 eight day garden journal challenge. And so I hope that, um, and you can download the first 30 days on any of these garden challenge pages, I think, um, so that you can get started before it comes in the mail. So I hope that, um, things are good for you and you're having a wonderful 2018. I think I'm going to have to quit and finish lessons five through eight tomorrow, but, um, I hope you're enjoying this. I hope you love the podcast as much as I do. I talked to the funnest guy who's got a cricket farm and he's looking for fellow cricket farmers. If you've ever dreamed of being a cricket farmer, I think Mike and I are going to do it or it sounds pretty cool if we could figure out a place to keep them warm here. So um, happy 2018, everyone. If there's anything we can do, like I said in the beginning, we came up with a free garden um, course, freeorganicgardencourse.com to help people because you know what's our ultimate goal the more earth-friendly environments out there the more gardens the more market farmers who are selling organic you know i read this thing the other day about how small market farms produce more food per acre than these large commercial things and it's just so important and so i hope you're having a great day and if there's anything we can do for you happy new year and let me know Hey listeners, welcome back to the 2018 Garden Goals Challenge Day 5, Get Organized. So it's Sunday, January 7th. Sorry, I missed a couple of days, but um, 
I am excited. It's actually better this way because I came home Friday night and was talking to Mike and we got out the 2018 Garden Journal and Data Keeper and we're writing down some of our goals and things that we had going. Um, we were talking about seeds. Mike was going, how come I don't have any seed catalogs? And I was reading this Rodale post about um, January is a good time to go through your seeds, organize your seeds, figure out, you know, what's not good get rid of some of the old stuff um sort through figure out what do you need to get some of what are you gonna so we made our list of um dream seeds and he was talking about last year we got the purple dragon's tooth bush beans from um bountiful gardens and so where are we gonna get those this year because they i guess aren't selling seeds so i'm gonna have to do a little research about that and just figuring out, um, you know, what do we want to grow? What are our dreams? What are we thinking about this year? Like one of the things Mike talked about is golden beets. He said, get me as many golden beet seeds as you can because we could sell those. He sold a bunch of those for $2 a pound, as many as we were willing to part with, which I wasn't wanting to part with any last year because they were so good. And I just wanted to keep them for ourselves. And you know, we didn't have enough of those to last the summer. Forget, like, be so nice to have some of those now. I mean, they are just like candy. You can eat those like lollipops, the little miniature ones. They are so good. So, you know, what's your goal? If your goal is to build a deep bed, do you know what materials you're going to choose? You know, how much are they going to cost? Where are you going to get them? Start figuring out your budget. Where are you going to get the soil to fill it? I mean, deep beds take a lot of soil, but I mean, they're totally worth it. So you're going to want to find that soil. You know, what are you going to put in there? Are you going to put seeds in there, starts, transplants? Are you going to put annuals in there? Are you going to put permanent um, perennials in there? Like... Mike and I last year, so if you go to freegardencourse.com, I put a video of this deep bed that Mike made last year that we were going to transplant our raspberries because our raspberries finally got like overgrown with crack, quack grass or I don't really know what happened, but our raspberry bed that we had for years and years finally just, I don't know, there's like two plants left in there last year. So we need a new raspberry bed and Mike put this bed together. He put the cardboard down to you know, get rid of the grass underneath it. And then we filled it with soil, but we never did get any raspberry plants to transplant in there. Um, and now we're talking about maybe making that into an asparagus bed this year or something else. And then he has these other two deep beds that he's always put annuals in that he's always put either peppers or potatoes or lettuce or it's kind of rotated green beans they've had just about everything in there but he's thinking about making them into the raspberry beds this year and maybe getting some blueberry bushes um and so trying to figure out where to put things and like another thing that I like to talk about a lot is like Make sure you're thinking about your water source because like we've tried blueberry bushes before, we've tried asparagus before, and I think both of those and even asparagus that come up in the spring have not done well um, because of a lack of water. We have not had them. Now the asparagus might've also been in a shady spot. Maybe they needed, and I almost think where we put the blueberries was kind of shady, but um, I'm always surprised at how much sun things need, but water, water needs to be convenient. Uh, so make sure your water source is convenient. So, you know, is your goal to, cr to create a water feature for the bees? You know, what's it going to be made out of? Where's it going to go? How are you going to access water? 
what can they stand on while they're drinking so they don't drown? And like Mike made this cutest little crick. Um, and then it got, like goes into a pond and then eventually the pond water is going to recycle back and it's going to be like this, you know, cycling thing. But the bees love it. Right now we just put the hose at the top of it and it just kind of gently trickles all day long. And moss grew on the rocks that are on the bed of this little creek bed thing that he built. And the bees just love to sit on the moss. The moss is saturated with the water. So sometimes they just drink right out of that. It's just so sweet. They totally love that feature. So a water feature. And if you're going to have bees, like that's an important thing. Bees need water. As a matter of fact, I had reached out to a guy once many, many years ago um, to see if we could get some bees that have, he has like hives all over Lincoln County where we live. And he said that we were too far from the nearest creek and he wouldn't give us his bees because he didn't think that we had enough water here for them. That was before we dug our deep well, of course. Might even have been before we even dug our shallow well. Um, if your goal is to plant an orchard, have you picked out your fruit trees? Do you need fencing? If you so, how much fencing will you need? Will you need a post hole digger? Where are you going to get your fence posts? Like we live on 20 acres. So Mike usually just cuts down some of the trees here, which in a lot of ways is like thinning, but he still generally needs other fence posts. And then he's got to, you know, peel the bark off and do that whole thing you know, having a good fence hole digger. So like if you're going to need tools, if you're going to want to get a broad fork this year, like I think making a list of not just seeds, but tools that you really want to get, you know. Um, and then, oh, that's what I was going to say was yesterday I was at the library and a woman was talking to me about her biggest struggle even, and she lives right in town, is um, fencing for the deer that she said the deer and the grasshoppers are the two ones that just destroy her garden so that's her big challenges um if your goal is to plant an herb garden do you have a list of the herbs you want to go do they need full sun do they need shade do they stay out all year do you need to keep them in pots so you can bring them in during the winter like basil I usually just keep in a pot because in Montana, you could have a freeze on any night of the year. I mean, we've had freezes on August 8th, I think I've documented. We've had freezes in July and basil is just like really fragile. And so I just almost always keep in a pot, although I have grown bigger crops of basil that I wanted to make for like pesto or like if you're a farmer that wants to sell the chefs you might want to put like some specialty Thai basil or lemon basil but you're gonna want to like keep an eye on it to me basil is like the most fragile thing that we grow so um and then rosemary my mom has talked to me about she just digs up her rosemary and puts it in a pot and brings it in the winter but I think that's another one and I have the sweetest little rosemary plant. It was doing so good. And then I put it by the window one weekend. And when I came back, it just died. So rosemary's always been a tough one for me. Lavender is really tough to get growing. So, um, you know, if you want to plant an herb garden. Now on the flip side, sage grows really good here. Oregano. I have so much oregano. And I did finally make oregano pesto last year. I kind of cut it with some basil, so it was part basil, part oregano pesto. I always use walnuts because pine nuts are just like a little bit over my budget. Um, but that came out really good. So make a list of all the things you need to purchase, things that you need to gather. Keep looking at those Facebook online sites. See if there's like something pops up. You know, once you have your list made, you're going to be a little more, you know, you definitely want to keep an eye out for good soil. Maybe somebody last year, I wish we would have chipped in with somebody who was going to buy some soil. There's a great place down 
uh, halfway down Flathead Lake in Montana. She was going to get, I think it was like $150 for a pallet of soil. And I wish we would have shared that with her. That was a great deal. So keep an eye out, figure out what you need to purchase, what you need to gather, make a specific list of your steps. Um, lesson four was the SMART goals. You know, make sure you kind of have an idea of how long each project's going to take, where it's going to go. Uh, did I talk about annuals versus perennials? So if you don't know, annuals are vegetables or plants that go in the ground and need to be replaced each year. Perennials are ones that go in permanent beds. They're not going to come back. So you don't want to mix your perennials and your annuals. I know that was a hard lesson when Mike and I first got married and he started gardening. I, I couldn't really quite get the grasp on that. You know, zinnias, you need to plant them every year. Snapdragons, you need to plant those every year. But um, there's other perennials like uh, irises and tulips that come back every year. Now, granted, those come from bulbs, but they spread. Echinaceas, my echinaceas come back every year. So you don't want to put things that are going to come back every year in a bed where you have annuals that you're going to dig up because you don't want to be digging up the soil around your perennials. Although I did dig up the echinaceas and they still managed to grow somehow. Mike was like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, a couple of summers ago. So that's a big one. If you're new to gardening, you need to make sure that you've got that planned out. So if you have any questions, if there's anything Mike and I can do to help you, you know, you can reach out to me at orgpodcast at gmail.com. Mike's email is mikesgreengarden at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Facebook. We'd love to see you join the Organic Gardener Facebook group. Um, and if there's anything you, that we can do to help you on your garden journey, let us know. Um, and remember, I put the 2018 Garden Journal and Data Keeper on sale on Amazon for $8.95 during the 2018 Garden Channel uh, Challenge. So... If you want to get a copy of that book to help you record your garden journey, to keep, write your goals down in, to um, record what you're doing this year, um, it's on sale for only $8.95. So thanks for listening and have a wonderful day. Hey everyone, welcome back to the 2018 Garden Goals Challenge, day six. So today's challenge is going to be pretty easy and I do understand that it is winter time in Montana but I think it's still worth it. Today's challenge is to take a before picture. So um, it's always great to see your growth. It's always nice to have a before and after photo to record your progress. Progress. When I look back at our place in the early 90s I can't even believe how far we've come and I think that's one of the things that made Mike and I such an amazing couple because we could see the future. And I think other people looked at us and were like, what the heck? But I think both of us had the same vision of what it would look like today. And it's been slow progress, but steady progress. So all you have to do today is take a picture of your now, of your before, and get ready for the after. And of course, we would love to see your before photos in the Organic Gardener podcast Facebook group, or if you want to email them to us, I hope you're enjoying the 2018 Garden Goals Challenge. I've been looking at the downloads. Lots of people are downloading it. So it seems like it's really popular. Nobody's actually gone to the website pages and downloaded like the, you know, you can get the first 30 days January, the month of January of the 2018 Garden Goals Garden Journal and Data Keeper. If you just want to try it out and you want to download the PDF, um, for free at the organicgardenerpodcast.com on just our 
you know, you go there, go to podcast and these episodes will show up. Also, I did just re run a replay of Farmworks Builders, my interview with Chris West, because he's got some great information about digging for um, building raised beds there. Uh, if you're interested in that, it was funny. I went into, when I was looking for his interview, I typed in raised um, beds, I think, and 115 different episodes came up. So they are certainly key to a lot of gardeners. Um and I, I just know from experience here that they've been a key solution. So I hope you're enjoying this garden challenge. It looks like lots of people are downloading these episodes. You know, oh, that was what I was going to talk about. In 2015, I ran our first um, garden challenge. And Mike and I, so Mike, our goal was to grow enough of our produce. We really didn't have a produce bill. And that's always kind of been Mike's goal, to grow enough potatoes, um, he grew about 200 and something potatoes. And I think we ate, he said, the last meal of potatoes. He's saving the rest for seed. So here we are January 7th and we're already out of potatoes with um, almost 200 pounds of potatoes that he grew. So we eat a lot of potatoes. We do make, Mike makes vegetable soup almost every week when I get home on Friday nights. It's always so nice to come home to fresh bread and vegetable soup. So we do eat a lot of potatoes here. So maybe that's your goal to grow. So our first garden challenge was just to pick one vegetable and figure out how much of that do you usually purchase for. We just went for a season, even my first year, because the challenge was so late getting out there. Um, and I think Shelly Clark uh, won. She grew, I want to say it was basil and got my mom even donated a book, the little little herb book um, that I like so much. I had to buy me a copy and so, um, but if you would like to, you know, grow that, but anyway, uh, it seems like people are listening. Challenges are pretty popular. So I hope you're enjoying this challenge. If you have any questions or feedback or you'd like a different challenge, like I was thinking we should do a challenge, um, each season, like this could be our winter challenge. Then we could do a spring challenge, a summer challenge, a fall challenge. So if you like the challenges or you've got an idea, let me know. Um, and like I said, it's supposed to be simple, something you can do five or 10 minutes. So we'd love to see your before pictures. I understand there's snow out there. So if you can't get out there today, it'd be fun to have a snow picture, but then also, and I put a picture on the show notes of Mike clearing the mini farm back in 2014. And boy, did he do some work. He's got the backhoe out there. He's hauling trees off the place. I mean, that was a big project for him to clear that land. So, um, thanks for listening and have a wonderful 2018. Welcome back to the 2018 Garden Goals Challenge, Day 7, Reflect. So, today, I'm just going to ask you to go back to your garden journal goals and see if there's any new goals you've decided on or anything you might have left out. Like, just take out your list from the very beginning, your brainstorming list, Look at your SMART goals that you've created. Look at your list. Look at everything that you've written in these last seven days and think, is there anything else that you decided you wanted to accomplish this year? Or is there something else that you want to accomplish each month? Like, is there something you learned while you were doing your research you think you might also like to take on or something you've been thinking about? So just go back through everything. Kind of make sure that you've got it all in one place. Um, got it organized. Is there anything you missed? Just this is a time like to me, like I said, journaling, people constantly talk about journaling in the business world and in different places. 
But I don't feel like they talk enough about going back and reading through your journal. And so, you know, that's part of why I created the 2018 Garden Journal and Data Keeper. Because looking back at Mike and Mai's journey and all the pictures we have from the beginning and our old journals is just the funnest. And so go back through. And maybe that might be part of your reflection is going back through your old journals. You know, maybe I should have put that in this challenge. And so... Um, like I said, I think yesterday I saw people are really downloading this. So I think it's something you're very interested in. Um, we would love to hear about your goals. Uh, like I said, if you want to reach out to us in the Facebook group or send us an email, um, I think you can even comment on the website. But the problem with that is I get like thousands of comments from website people that want to help improve our Google Analytics. So I don't know about leaving a comment there. I rarely check them. Um, but I would say, you know, email us or reach out on Facebook, like I said. You know, I'm so curious. Is there anybody, like, do people, where do you hang out? Do you hang out on Instagram, on YouTube? Like, what social media platforms do you like the best? So um, go back through your garden journals, your garden goals. What have you been writing? Just like take a last look, make sure you've got everything filled in. Is there anything you forgot? This is your day to reflect, uh, day seven of the 2018 garden goals journal. Uh, let me, us know if we can do anything and have a wonderful day. Welcome back to the 2018 garden goals challenge day eight, our final day. And today we're going to visualize I want you to visualize yourself enjoying your garden this summer. I want you to visualize all the hard work you've done, the challenges you've mastered. You're ready to harvest the fruits of your labor. Close your eyes and imagine all your garden dreams have come true. At least the goals we've set out in the last few days. What does that look like? What does it feel like? Can you smell it? Can you taste it? Can you hear it? Are the birds chirping? Are the bees buzzing? What does it feel like when you pick a fresh flower? Are you drinking coffee or tea and enjoying all the lovely flowers in your garden? Are you taking pictures of a beautiful butterfly? Are you eating a fresh garden salad or some apples from your fruit tree? Are your grandkids skipping through your earth-friendly environment? Are your puppies running around in your yard chasing each other safely? Are people raving over your fresh veggies at the farmer's market stand? What does achieving your 2018 garden goals really mean to you? So I hope you've enjoyed this 2018 garden goals challenge. Like I said, it was designed to just be five or 10 minutes a day. Something simple, something easy, something to help you accomplish those goals though. Something to really turn your dreams into realities. You know, that's something Mike and I are really good about doing. Um, if you don't know the artist in me, I've written a book called Dreams Do Come True. All right, I'm working on a book called Dreams Do Come True. Because I, I mean, I kicked my bucket last, last year when I turned 50. And so I just um, think that if we can do something to help you achieve your dreams, I've always talked about journaling the best part of journaling to me is reading back and remembering my why why do I want to do that what was I thinking just anything that we can do to help you so like I said the 2018 garden journal and data keeper is on sale on Amazon for $8.95 during this challenge it seems like people are interested because I see a lot of downloads although I haven't seen anybody really going to the website 
But, you know, when I think about it, when I listen to podcasts, I hardly ever go to the people's websites. Um, so, but you can get the free uh, first 30 days of the Garden Journal Data Keeper to download if you want to check it out ahead of time. And so if there's anything we can do for you, let us know. Um, we're here to help you build your organic oasis. Like I said, we made it the garden uh course the freegardencourse.com free because what's most important that we protect our planet that we teach people how to grow a garden um that doesn't use chemicals that doesn't use pesticides that people are composting that people are learning how to be successful and how to have an earth-friendly landscape even if you just want um you don't even want to grow vegetables maybe you're busy or maybe you're just not interested in that but you want to have a nice landscape someplace to hang out so let us know if we can do anything to help you join us in the facebook group um and just thanks for listening here's to a wonderful 2018 congratulations for completing the 2018 garden goals challenge Thank you for listening to the Organic Gardener podcast. I'd like to encourage you to visit our website at organicgardenerpodcast.com. That's just organicgardenerpodcast.com. If you go there, you will get my new PDF, Seven Awesome Ways to Find More Time in Your Garden. And it's just some tips that I've learned from listening to my amazing guests who are always sharing with us super effective ways to be a better gardener. So if you um, head over to the organicgardenerpodcast.com and enter your email, you'll get seven awesome ways to find more time in your garden. You can also get a copy of our ebook of Organic Gardening Basics. And just um, all the show notes are there, all the links to our show. So, and I'll be sending out some golden seeds newsletters as I get them done. And of course, you'll get a special invitation to join the Organic Gardener podcast Facebook community. Hope to see you there. Thanks again for listening and remember to grow.